Greetings, grandstanders. Welcome to a, another edition of uh, myself and the professor uh, elaborating on the various uh, elements of the spectacle. I want to introduce a, a special, not quite an episode, but a special segment that we are going to be loosely labeling or calling uh, Field Notes. And the idea behind Field Notes is that um, instead of having a extended uh, session podcast, so to speak, it's just going to be interviews with people in the grandstand. And we decided to kick off with, um, you know, an episode where, or uh, decided to kick off with Field Notes uh, um, related to or speaking to people in the grandstand on Super Bowl Sunday. And uh, as you will hear different people talking uh about their experiences watching, being a part of the spectacle of watching the Super Bowl. And I have here, of course, uh, Manny, the professor. Manny, how was your Super Bowl? Um, it was good. It, it, it was uh, a lot more low-key. I just I ended up not going to um, to a friend's house, and uh, so I stayed home. And, um, and since I stayed home, um, I kind of was, like, doing other things while, while it was on. And so I, I felt like I wasn't fully fully paying attention to the game um i wasn't as engaged and, and part of it also it was it, i was i was like partially watching it and it was kind of boring um, yeah wasn't wasn't the most exciting game i guess you could say it was it had it had its moments um i i particularly like the part when when they said um i don't know if you caught this but um like carolina challenge had two challenges and and the ref said Carolina is out of challenges or has no more challenges. And I thought that was kind of funny. Just I always love to hear the refs speak. I just thought, well, if Carolina has no more challenges, then I guess they can go on and win this game. Anyways. Yeah, so field notes. Uh, biggest, the biggest, uh, the, the most important grandstand is obviously the couch because we spent a lot of time watching from there, and you'll hear me say that later. I don't want to be redundant. But um, any anything else, Manny? Anything, any... Anything you want to add about field notes? Um, no, no. I I think I mean I've 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 listened to this what the the uh, on the field. Um, so it was kind of like you you were you were an on the field correspondent for for this episode, and you were um, <laughs> you were getting getting the voice of the people, um, and so I th- I thought I, th- I think it'll be fun for people to hear like all the the different perspectives of the. Of the uh, of people armchair quarterbacking, uh, right. f- from the couch, right? Um, yeah, it, and and never mind the you know ignore the fact that this is now completely irrelevant in the sense that it's been two weeks since the Super Bowl. But I think it it just serves as a as a as a as a uh, a starting off point, being that that is the 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 number one. Uh, spectacle in american sports um so it doesn't the the actual game or the relevance uh to the 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 relevance to the game i think is is doesn't really matter i think what matters is that you hear people's different uh interaction with with the spectacle and and no bigger spectacle in america than the super bowl so hope you enjoy it uh professor as as I'm now officially baptizing you now, and I'm not gonna call you Manny anymore. Anything anything you want to add? Did Whitney watch? Yeah, no. So, you know, it was because, like as you said, you know, we are 
since we're Americans, you know, it's like we can't not like it, it it's not even really an option for me not to watch the Super Bowl, but um right. but there just wasn't really much she was um she was in the other room for for she was in the kitchen for most of it. Um and and I tried so the way I tried to reel her in was um was explaining to her the storyline of, you know, we've got this old, you know, this old man who's who's like on his way out, legendary player um and he's up against you know the the new blood um and there's a little bit of little little, little bit of a a, a racial storyline going on too at, le- at least at least in my in my eyes no no i would um, say that's true and so so i i pitched it to her that way and you know kind of sparked her interest a bit but not enough to actually want to sit down and watch the game um and so I, in the end of the day, I mean it just neither of us were were really that interested but but again I mean it's the Super Bowl so there's no way that I would not even while I was doing other things there's no way I wouldn't watch it like there's no you know it's it's you know yeah I, I have to it's it's your american duty to at yeah. least turn on the tube for Nielsen ratings right yeah yeah at least so it registers on the on the radar you know uh, when you said that about the the whole thing between Cam Newton and Peyton Manning there is one other thing i want to add uh, somewhere in the in one of the interviews i think uh, when i'm talking to Ryan i mentioned the um, i mentioned the the PayPal ad uh, which i thought was really a really uh, a poignant ad that one in the NFL ad, uh, the NFL saying, you know, every nine months after a Super Bowl, the winning city experiences a spike in their birth rate. Yeah, yeah, with seal. Um, I thought that was that was that was the the mindfuck of all mindfucks uh, of all the ads there that were played uh, during the Super Bowl. But the other one that I thought was pretty um, pretty interesting, considering the narrative of the game, was the the PayPal one, and that one was. Essentially, in in the new in the new world order in the new reality, uh, um, the the new money is 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 what's going to take over. New money being you know the the consumer and and their um, and their their quick access to 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 consuming via this this system PayPal via like the credit system via like the automaticity of purchasing shit without having to even think about it. I thought that was really interesting and in, in how kind of how it tied into the narrative of the, you know, the young guy, the young, let's just say it, black quarterback against the old white quarterback. So um, the the irony or the 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 serendipity or the, the I don't know what you want to call it was not lost on me that that uh, that PayPal ad was was really poignant. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, I, I agree. Um and and another so speaking of that another uh ironic commercial one that i found to be ironic was um was budweiser uh DU, <laughs> dui shaming people <laughs> <laughs> and then Peyton Manning saying he's going to go home and drink a bunch of budweisers right. yeah yeah um, and then how could we leave out Eli Manning being upset that his brother won another super bowl Oh, that that actually was that was my favorite part of the whole of the whole event. It was, I think, the most real part of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. That Everything was, else um... is, was bullshit. That was real, um, and that's why we watch. So yeah, uh, hope hope you en- hope you enjoy field notes. This will be an ongoing series, uh, and you know, hope you join us on this on this. Uh, on this voyage where we, we try to explore a different side of, of the conversation 
where we actually will be going. We will be going into the grandstand, but we decided to start in the couch because that's the grandstand of most of us. So, so um, let's see what comes of this, and uh, hope you enjoy it. Manny, anything else you want to say? Nope. Enjoy the show. Awesome. All right. What is uh, Mario Sr. called turnovers? Ooh. That's a good question. I don't know. Empanadas. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, back here in the grandstand. Um, what's the biggest grandstand besides the actual grandstand is the couch. So that's the original grandstand. Talking here to Rafa Garcia. Um, there's there's this there's a story going around that it's impossible to get this motherfucker to go on on record. But now I got him here, and I'm gonna get him to say something. Rafa, how do you feel? Um. Um. Definitely the second biggest stage, and um, I don't know what to think about this one. Usually I come in with a clear, clear winner. I pick the winner typically, um, but today it's uh, it's it's a tough one. I, as I was just telling my uh, my roommate here, Thomas, um, you know, Payton, he's he's uh, he's won and he's lost on this stage, and this is Cam's first first time on this stage. So you know, it's. Um, it's a tough one to call it, I'll tell you what, because, you know, Peyton knows how to come in, take that deep breath, you know, he, he I'm sure that, that uh, safety is very, very clear in his uh, in his head, but, you know, he knows how to take that deep breath and just say, you know what, I'm on the stage, and this is Cam's first time on the stage, so I'm not sure if he can take that step back. And take tell me something, they say defense wins championships, Denver has supposedly the best defense this year, right? So wouldn't this be a, an appropriate time to, to put that theory to, 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 to see if it's true? And, and, and that statement and that stat right there is a reason why I'm saying that Denver has this one in the bag already. But, 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 let's be let's You can't take away how much fun Cam Newman and his Panthers have playing and not just playing, winning. They have so much fun winning and they're doing it from the heart so defense wins championships but god damn it heart can do so much more for you i would agree with that well yes 100 percent agree with both of those statements i'm going with denver because like i said i root for the old guard but uh with that said um now grandstand has has done has checked off one of its three objectives from the beginning number one was um to get a press pass, we still haven't gotten that. Number two was to take out Click and Clack from uh, from NPR and take their segment. And number three was to have Rafa speak on Grandstand. So we've already done one of those. Um, Rafa, anything you want to say before we uh, move on to actual gameplay? Uh, I just want to go on record right now saying that I was cornered into this. I never agreed to it. The syndicate never called me, never told me, hey, you know what? 
They never offered me a contract deal. They never asked me. I wasn't given a script of the questions. And I just want to tell you, this is very impromptu, and I and I feel very cornered, but I feel also very honored to be on Grandstand. So there you go. The Coyote finally gets the damn Roadrunner. So we got one of our Roadrunners today. Here we have Marcy, who is not really Do a fan of sports. the end of the Super Bowl to eat the cake? Uh, Marcy, so who are you rooting for? Um, not Peyton Manning. Why not? You don't like Peyton Manning? He's a cheater. I don't like cheaters. You don't like cheaters? You get to play a sport. One of the this is one of the things that we one of the things that we love about about Grandstand is we celebrate cheaters as well. So you have no 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 room for cheaters. None whatsoever. You play a sport for a living. Don't cheat. Like come on. Well said. Well said. I'm not gonna argue with that. Um, but we do we 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 anyways. Damn it! The commercials must be really good, and we're missing some of them. But anyways, Marcy, um, t- any tell me a good, funny sports anecdote about your life. You, either you playing or you spectating. Um, good anecdote. Well, I always liked going to the baseball games when I was growing up. Yeah, tell me about that. Is inevitably one of the parents, one of the parents, supervising parents would get drunk and fall <laughs> over the rail. I told. <laughs> I told this story about Emilio, how he went oh, down the rail all the way down and never spilled his beers. Do you remember that? Yes, that's what I'm talking about. That's a, that's a real man right there. Is golf a sport? Um, yeah. Yeah? I would say so. Yeah, it takes a lot of fucking skill, dude. Yeah, it yeah. is. Right. Just ask. I mean, it's... I'll tell you why golf is a sport. For old people and women, golf, but yeah. Okay. What about what about um, curling? Is that a sport? And um, and the ice with the, the broom. Yeah, yeah, with the broom. Um, no way, badminton is a sport. Yeah. <laughs> I like your response. Uh, what about pool? Is pool a sport? Mm, no, I wouldn't call pool a sport. Why not? There's a ball, there's hitting, there's a green field, or magenta. No, but I wouldn't, there's no physical, like, exertion or anything. (laughs) You don't have to do anything. Fat people can play it. Is is, um, uh, car racing a sport? No. Completely disagree with that. Yeah? I hate it. Why? It's not a sport. Tell me why not. It's car racing. Okay, with that said, is uh-huh. horse racing a sport? No, it's horse racing. Like it's it's like the horse, not the human. It's a car, not the human. I know people will disagree with me every day all day. But wouldn't couldn't there be an argument for like the humans helping the horse win? Of course. But still still it's, it's still about the horse, right? It's still about the horse. Okay. Right. In a sport where you you win because you have the better car, or the the bigger sponsor, a better horse, a better horse, like more money, no, no. But what if it's like between like what if it's between like two horses that are almost equally the same? One mm-hmm. has one advantage, like it's it's just a purer athlete than the other, mm-hmm. but the other one has the advantage of having the great like the great jockey. Then wouldn't that make it into like a crazy competition, like between jockey, horse, the other jockey, like kind of like a, a mind mm, game? Sort of. Maybe, but 
When does that happen? <laughs> okay. Um, do you really do you really get offended if I say to you? Um, Dancing's not a sport. <laughs> just no, no, shut the fuck up. If I say to you, I I really I really I do support women's sports. I watch them actively and I and mm-hmm. I try to attend them. Uh-huh. But it's they're they're like there's no comparison not between. Not it's not so much entertaining. It's just like. It's just like I'm used to a different a, a different speed, you know. Yeah. No, so I agree. Are, do you take offense to that? Like no. did I say that that I would say something like that? No, because it's true. I mean, it's kind of true. But I, I could still bad. appreciate it for what of course, it is, you right? You could still appreciate the athletes. Does that bother you that I say that? No, that doesn't okay, bother good. me at all. Good. With how do you feel I about replay? How do you feel about replay? I don't like it. It's not good, right? No. Why? It just ruins us. It slows the sport down. Thank you. And it and it like makes it about the computers, not about us. Yeah. You agree with that? Yes. So I want to just uh, make a point about uh, Mexican fandom for the Mexican national team. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you know any player on the Mexican national team? Um, currently, I don't think I do. You would know one. Um, famous one. Giovanni. See, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. But you know that when the Mexican team plays, what happens? Can you just like very briefly say what happens? Stops. Everybody yeah. watches. Even for you? Even though you're like not like, you're not like a follower. Oh yeah, I'm so not a follower, speak. but yeah. Right? I take off work sometimes. Right. Because it's your, it's like almost like your duty, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's just online the computer. And, and so it continues here. Is uh Ryan? How you doing, Ryan? Doing well. Yeah. Tell tell me about what's your what's your what's your connection to the Super Bowl? What's your what's your what's your story with it? Kind of ambivalent about the whole experience, to tell you the truth. I'm uh, disenchanted with the NFL in a real soulful way. I feel that way too. It it lost its uh, you know it's always been kind of a you know you're aware of the. The fact that no team is loyal to any one place and the fan, I mean, players move around, all that kind of, there's no real loyalty or anything, but I don't know. Recently, it's just the hypocrisy and, you know, it's just a vacuous, fucking pointless waste of human energy. I just feel that it's so overproduced, which is why it makes it, like, it, it's like it borders on, on dorkiness. But, but it, it, at, at the core, it's got some noble, noble concepts, wouldn't you say? For sure. Yeah. Sure. yeah, I mean, it, it's an outlet, right? I, I can't imagine what would be in its place, you know? It's, it's gladiatorial, but it's not, uh, you know, it's not MMA, and it's, uh, I think we have it wrong when we just think about bread and circus, man. We all need that outlet, and we need to see that, and we need to be a part of that. That's always been the case. It's not just a distraction. If you take it literally and you get really into it, I think it's, uh, I don't know. It's dangerous. It's a, definitely a, more than a distraction, you know. And then it's absurd. Then people take it like <laughs> literally. But the fact that it's a like an embarrassment to itself, like a teenager that's you know rich and wearing fancy clothes, you know. <laughs> but I like that. anyway, that's its nature, I guess. There you have it, folks. Ryan, fucking rude. Thank hey, you, Ryan. Looking forward to the, I, I, yeah, we're we're all we're all we're all looking forward to the well, spectacle. Yeah, well, welcome to Paradox. Yeah. Exactly. Play ball. Play ball. Excuse me, Yoshi from Podspot. Yoshi. Yeah, yeah, Yoshi. Do you want to say anything? Do you want to say hello? Hello. 
so who are you rooting for, Yoshi? I I don't know. Are you a big football fan, Yoshi? I like football, but I didn't. I barely found out who was in the Super Bowl about a week ago. Like a didn't follow it. This. How do you like our chances this year? I'm talking about the Padres now. I think we'll be okay. You think Dave Roberts is going to win the World Series? No. No. I hope not. Um, do you think our manager is is real or is just like putting there by, by Preller just to like so he can he can manage the whole thing, micromanage the whole thing? Oh, I didn't think about that. What do you think? Let me think about that. Yeah. Huh. Could be. Could be. Is Preller a Moneyball guy? Do you know? Is he re- is he associated with any of those guys? I don't know. I don't think so. Well, there you have it, Yosh. Uh, there you have it, fans. Yosh from uh, Pod's Pod was here. Sitting here with uh, Tomas, the man, uh, sitting at his pad on his couch on his grandstand. Uh, can you just elaborate a little bit on the magic of this TV in this house and the beautiful games we've seen here? A, grand, a grandstander's fucking wet dream here. It seems like this TV has been holding force. You know, it pulls us to these remarkable games that always come down to the last minute, overtime, crazy penalties, insane, like, Hail Marys, you know, some uh, some three-point shots you never thought could be completed. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, there's a lot of game today, and I'd rather, I'd rather focus on the word handstand than grandstand, because <laughs> I don't think Peyton Manning could do a handstand, but I think Cam Newton could. And that's where I leave my argument. I think you. I think I would agree 100% with that. But what is it that something uh, we talk about here, you've talked about, is something that inevitably gets said by the talking heads? What do they say about an athlete? That guy's got what? Oh, pure athleticism. <laughs> but, I mean, yoga's the new bacon. So, you, you got to be in. If you're not in, you're out. Yeah, so you heard it there first. Uh, um, in or out, right? In Carolina. Yeah? Yeah. All right. So, um, so, so for you, it's just about like having a party, getting together. Were you, were you, were you an athlete? Did you play sports? female answer. Uh, I played soccer. I danced my whole life. I was a dancer. So. But I watched, I grew up watching a lot of football. My dad's UCLA, always college football. My dad's UCLA fan and our family friends were USC fans, so. During college football, every weekend was pretty much go over to their house and eat food and watch football. Do you care? Uh, are you affected by the violence? Does it does that matter to you? Uh, yes. Why? Oh, you mean like? Would you let Vito play football? In general, my no. I'm not so much affected by the violence. No. I'm, I'm bothered by the new attention to the concussion thing. So, so I mean. We're going to watch, despite the fact that... People saying that bringing attention to that is is they're ruining football, that's lame. I think that's silly. It's important to talk about, right? So people can make informed decisions, right? Exactly. Nobody's trying to shut it down. People are trying to get the information out there because they see what it does to people's families. It affects people's families. And that's really what it's about, right? It's about, like, well, if you at least, if you make it, like, okay, if you play football, 
this could potentially happen to you. And then, then people can then people can decide whether if you're making millions and millions of dollars, you say I don't really care right now, which don't blame them. But maybe for some people it would. They have they should be informed. It's just that be all this with let it go playing in the background. Any any other any comment with regard to that? <laughs> to let it go? Uh, it's a it's a very important life lesson. If you can learn to let it go, you're set. There you have it, folks. <laughs> so this is what we're in now. This is what this is what skeleton I'm gonna navigate key. through right now. This is a skeleton key for the whole thing. Everything you need to know, man. It even tells you who's going to get elected, <laughs> or, or what the undercurrents are, what the currents are. You know, absolutely. Even that hasn't been revealed though. No. Yet, right? We'll no. figure it out. About third quarter. Yeah. 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 Let's yeah. let's talk about that. Yeah. Please. Okay. Will you will you ring my bell so yeah. I can go over there yeah. and finish this conversation because this psychodrama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I agree with you. We're going to find out who's going to be elected. To but, but what about the two heroic struggles? Like, you have the, like, classic heroic struggle, right? The American heroic Peyton Manning fucking struggle. Like, the, the legacy, the fucking thing, the, the whiteness of it, the family of it, the fucking, all of those things, right? And then you have Cam Newton, mm-hmm. who represents a different kind of a yes. thing and a yes. different kind of a... And hey. it's Auburn, man. And it's yes, fucking and, and it's, it's, the, it's that ad by PayPal saying, like, new money. Yeah. It's that fucking yeah. halftime show. Yeah. All mulatto. It's that NFL commercial saying, like, give us your children. Yeah. We got this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everything's changing. Don't worry. Like, it's all, like... Just, just figure out who you're going to be with. Forget, forget, forget nation. Now yeah. you're going to be a corporatist. Yeah. Find out which corporation you're going to line up with. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. But maybe there's also something else because there's something about the but, corporation that's redemptive. Possible. Because it's always the trick, like when you get into the thing, is to find out how the thing that's the boogeyman might be the fucking angel in the fucking Possibly. Mix. Possibly. You know, you think about all of the fucking currents. In and a really strange and, Darwinian sense, it, it gives you a sense of meritocracy. Yeah. It's like, well, fuck yeah. it. If you're going to hustle, yeah. then maybe we, we're, if you want to make us more money. Yeah. Then maybe you have a place here. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's take it to like again to the perverted sense, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, but it, it democratizes ideas in a really perverted fascist mm-hmm. sense, you know, because it says that like an idea can become a body and can become something. That, so we must respect other ideas. We, there's like a certain kind of built into the corporation is a certain kind of freedom based on competition. Okay. That will never go away because okay. it doesn't really, unless it's dealing with a scarce resource, it almost doesn't exist anymore. Okay. Then you have like just pure competition. So you have an, a kind of advocate for freedom. You know, it, you just have to make the corporation not powerful. You know, Bernie Sanders represents that counterbalance, and ironically, so does Donald Trump. <laughs> it's just what's the cure to the virus? Is it the strain itself, or is it something else? Yeah, the strain is it? Is it? Go into it or go away from it. Yeah. Go go against or go with or whatever. And so with Bernie, you kind of have the insider-outsider thing. And you have, maybe that's the whole key to everything is the insider-outsider thing. It's about seeing the inside of the outside now, conceptually. Because I think we have all of the edifices and all of the thought we could possibly have about life and society and race and culture and all that kind of stuff. Now it's about seeing the activity of what's emergent. 
all the time, like tuning into the imagination of it, the grand imagination of what's happening, like what we're doing right now, which is just amplifying the fucking thought that was presented to us into like right. all kinds of different uh, right. narratives. Right. It's a meta narrative. Like we're doing a meta reading <laughs> of watching a fucking game, dude. It used to be a game. And you it might even say that. You might even lament that. It used to be I a game. It's that. not. I but, do lament that. But it was always a portal. But right. it was a portal before to a to a reality uh, that covered over the complexity. You're, you're wise, wise, more wise than I can ever begin to be. Thank you for saying that. No, that's not true. Because you know what I do? As I don't know the content of anything that I'm saying, there's this remarkable thing that happens where I'm a conduit for what you know. True that. No, because, like, really what I'm trying to do desperately is create a bridge with you. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? So it uh-huh. becomes a reflection of something that I know is uh, sacred to what you're seeing. Breaking barriers along the way Can't think of a better thing to say Dropping bombs along the way I can come 
quench your thirst So I can come with emotional birth Told you once, sure as hell Ain't gonna tell you twice trees in the sky, to the trees in the sky, to the trees in the sky, to the trees in the sky. Battling myself since So uh, part of grandstanding is eating, and part of eating is grilling, and part of grilling on this great day of American uh, uh, exceptionalism and, <laughs> and overproduction. Americans overproduce the fuck out of everything. They overshoot everything. They overshoot the shoot. <laughs> <laughs>